Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about three anxiety clearing components of self-compassion. You heard me allude to self-compassion in the last episode, and I'm going to keep going forward with it here. And I have three actual components of self-compassion because sometimes it's not clear. Like, what do we mean by self-compassion, right? This term, self-compassion, is not new to you. You hear me say it a lot if you've been listening to the show for a while. And this self-compassion is still one of the things that we have difficulties with in our lives when we are struggling with stressful lives, anxiety, and panic. So today I'm splitting open the idea of self-compassion and taking a closer look at what is inside it. One thing I've realized over the many years since I have been down the anxiety wormhole is that some of the things I hold very dear to my heart were actually learned through my trek through the anxiety clearing journey. Self-compassion is one of those gems, and I would not be where I am today without it. So let's take a look at what's inside this bright and shiny gem of self-compassion. The first thing is self-kindness. The second, common humanity. The third, mindfulness. Put these together and you'll have the basis of self-compassion that will help carry you along the path that can be very bumpy at times as you are moving out of anxiety panic. So let's talk about that first one, self-kindness. This can be a challenge after years of using a stick to motivate yourself to do things that you know are best for you. But breaking this habit of beating yourself into submission is such a relief, and you'll actually make much more progress while also enjoying your life. Try talking to yourself as you would talk to a small child that needs to get a difficult thing done. Encourage yourself versus berating yourself. And then number two, that common humanity. Let's look at that a little bit closer. Common humanity helps to remind us that we are struggling with these very same challenges at one time or another, all of us, and in varying degrees, but we are all part of humanity and struggle with human conditions. Remember, we all make mistakes, we all fall down, and we all have that inner critic. Some are louder than others, but it is there. 
So we are all a part of this thing called humanity. It looks different. People look different on the outside than they are on the inside. Believe me. The third one is mindfulness. Let's talk about that one. Mindfulness is where we actually pay attention to how we are talking to ourselves instead of defaulting to the old and sometimes very critical inner tapes. It does take some effort in the beginning, but don't all habit changes take some effort and time, especially when they are worthwhile? You will build a brand new default that will serve you for a lifetime. When those old tapes or voices rear their heads, remember, you have a choice, so choose wisely. Now let's look at some ways that we can really shore up our self-compassion by adding in some new behaviors and practices so that these become our new default instead of sliding down the wormhole. First off, I want you to consider giving yourself a new pet name. If you have ever had a negative term that you use to refer to yourself, well, such as dummy, stupid, lazy, weirdo, scatterbrained, and much worse ones too I know are out there, you get the idea of what I'm talking about. Turn it around 180 and try on some new pet names for size, like sweetheart or good buddy or love bug, superstar, or something along those lines. Live it up. It's you being there for you. And the second one I have is practice giving yourself a hug, especially these days when we've stopped hugging as a way of greeting people. We are kind of all alone. So there's a lot of different ways you can give yourself a hug. Wrap your arms around yourself and squeeze. Put your hand on your heart, one hand or both, and say, I love you. It's okay. This is the way we can really be there for ourselves. The third one I have for you is learn to reassure yourself with words like, I understand I am suffering in this moment, and I wish to give myself what I need. Be there for you, because this is something you might say to somebody else that was struggling. I understand you are suffering in this moment, and I want to help give you what you need. But why not say that to ourselves? I understand I am suffering in this moment, and I wish to give myself what I need. Practice it. It's important for you to hear that from you. The fourth one is, I'd like you to put one or both of your hands on your heart, like I mentioned earlier, for the hug. But this time, put both or one of your hands on your heart and say, it's okay. We've talked about this here before, but it's so important for being able to bring up your self-compassion. Try it now. Put your hand on your heart. One hand. You can be in a meeting. Nobody knows what you're doing. Put your hand on your heart. They probably think you have heartburn, for goodness sakes. Put your hand on your heart and inside say, it's okay. And if you're alone or somewhere where you're comfortable talking out loud, say it out loud. It's okay. It's really important that we talk to ourselves in this manner. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? 
I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The fifth one I have is I want you to give yourself a break. Literally, I want you to take five minutes away from what you're doing and get some fresh air or take some mindful breaths. Move around Get a glass of refreshing water or get a nutritious snack as an act of self-love. Take care of yourself. Give yourself a break. Next, I have write yourself little love notes, and I really hope you will give this a try. I'm really stretching you here because we get locked down. We get stuck. And if we keep doing the same things over and over, we'll keep getting what we got. We have to build new habits. We have to build a new default. You don't have to have your default be stress and anxiety. You can move into neutral. It's very possible. So number six, you're going to smile, I hope, and I hope you'll give it a try. Write yourself little love notes. And notice that was plural. I don't want you to just do it once. Do this for yourself every now and again. Write yourself little love notes, the kind of words that you would like to hear, the kind of words that you yearn to hear. Say them to yourself. Don't wait for somebody else to give you the pat on the back or someone else to say they love you or tell you how amazing you are. Tell yourself. We can all do this for ourselves. The seventh one that I have is I want you to shift into neutral. There's that word again, neutral. I want you to shift into neutral when the inner critic arises. Simply saying something like, oh, it's you again. And I want you to say it without judgment or without scorn. Just maybe you don't use words. Maybe you just shift into neutral by noticing that the inner critic is speaking you notice it, and then you move on, or you shift back into what you were doing. But you don't go into judgment or scorn. You don't get angry. There we go again. How come I can't stop this? What's wrong with me? I'm a loser. I'll never be able to do it. 
got to drop those words. And maybe you can't say the love words right now. Maybe you don't have a lot of self-compassion for yourself and you're finding a struggle with that. But what you can do is shift into neutral because shifting into neutral just drops the rope. We're not struggling with it anymore. We're just seeing that the inner critic has raised its voice and is saying, blah, blah, blah. And we just can note it. Oh, there's the inner critic. Isn't that interesting? That's actually one of my favorite things. My little favorite mantras. Isn't that interesting? You might want to pick that one up for yourself. And the eighth one I have is to turn the criticism on its head by asking when that inner critic comes up and it's got all kinds of stuff for you, just ask, is it true? Because often that inner critic is anxious thinking and it's not about what is happening, but what might happen or what you might do or what could happen, the big what ifs. So turn that on its head by saying, is it true? These are things that really can help us, but we have to do them. You know, really do take the time to give yourself a new pet name. And please, if you do, and you like to share these kinds of things, let me know. You can let me know in an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you like to share these kind of things with other people by having conversations, wouldn't it be fun for you to join our group and get on the call with us twice a month and talk about these things? This is what we do. These are the ways that we support one another on those calls. And I want you to practice actually physically giving yourself a hug. Wrap your arms around yourself. Give yourself a squeeze. We are in a world right now where we are not hugging. I live in Hawaii, which is a very huggy kind of area, and you miss it, you know? You see friends. I know when I first moved here, I was from New York. I was a, you know, this is a long time ago, but, you know, I would put my hand out to shake people's hands, and they want to hug, you know? And now we don't do that anymore. So do it for yourself. Or, you know, if you have loved ones that you are living with that you that you can hug, well, hug them. Ask them to give you a hug. Don't be afraid to ask. But when you do it for yourself, you are building your own self-compassion. You're giving yourself a hug and saying, oh, sweetheart, it's okay. Try it. And learn to reassure yourself. Use those words of, I understand. I understand I'm suffering in this moment, and I will give myself what I need. I really wish to be able to do that. Just be kind to yourself. Remember putting your hands on your heart and saying, it's okay. Take small breaks during the day. I really think that these are helpful because they discharge what has been building up. What happens in our days is that we just keep going. We just keep going like little energizer bunnies. We keep putting more stress on ourselves until it becomes distress, right? Until we we fall down, until we crack. And the more tolerance you have for that kind of stress, the deeper down the wormhole you go. So that's the place where your strength becomes your weakness because it takes you down. We're not meant to hold all that stress. Discharge it during the day. Take some little breaks for yourself. 
Don't forget to write yourself a few love notes and you can share those with me if you decide to do them. I would love to hear from you if you are doing this. Shift into neutral when that inner critic appears. It's all we can do. We can't, you know, it's hard to just shift from the inner critic saying all of that nastiness into a loving tone, but we can shift into neutral. We can just say, you know, I hear you. I hear you. We don't add to it and we don't fight with it. I hear you. And you also want to be able to turn the criticism on its head by asking, is it true? So really take some time to do these things. Love yourself as you would love another. Be as kind to yourself as you would be to somebody with a problem. I often say a a small child because many people's hearts open up to maybe a four or five-year-old little one that came with a struggle. Be as kind to your inner self, your own little inner child, as you would be to that little one that came to you. You can do this, and I think you're going to see the magic in it. And now for today's quote. Being human is not about being any one particular way. It's about being as life creates you, with your own particular strengths and weaknesses, gifts and challenges, quirks and oddities. And that's from Kristen Neff. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.